Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's on, baby. Welcome to the cross-Atlantic edition of the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman, coming at you from Ghent, Belgium, city I didn't even know existed. Uh, joining me is Chad, straight out of Columbus, Indiana. So, Wash. That's right. This week, we got breaking news out of ZipRecruiter. Indeed continues to slide into their future. Chatbots continue to make it rain and much more meat on that bone. It's a fat-free episode. I can feel the weight coming off right now. We'll be right back after this word from our friends at Canvas. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center, while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text, at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. So dude, you are like in the place where beer reigns supreme. (laughs) Yes, I am in beer heaven. I got mugs outside my room making beer. I am so envious right now. And I'm already jet lag <laughs> drunk, so I'm I'm going to be in bad shape in about five hours. <laughs> but uh, I have to do a, a keynote tomorrow, so I can't get too messed up. Which I guess should lead yeah. off our first shout out. Uh, shout out to the e recruitment congress. Uh, I'm over here in Europe. Uh, conferences at Ghent this year. I'm going to be talking uh, Google for jobs and SEO. And man, you really pulled the wool over their eyes. Keynoting? Are you shitting me? Oh my god. Well, I think they're like 10 keynotes, so it's not that, <laughs> it's not quite that electric. I, I think that's how they do it here in, uh, in Belgium. Like everybody feels special. Nice. Well, you know, that's, that's not a bad thing to make sure that your people feel special. Uh, big shout out to Fred Goff, Garrett, Jen, and the rest of the job case team uh, over in, in Cambridge slash Boston, Massachusetts. Dude, our, uh, our interview with Fred will be coming out soon. But we had, I mean, we had a blast. It, baseball, bourbon, and a bunch of fun industry conversation. Yeah, and I'm still trying to get the uh, Tootsie Rolls and weed out of my nose <laughs> from walking the streets of Cambridge. <laughs> How does that combination work? There's a Tootsie Roll factory right in Cambridge yes. and everybody's getting high. And, awesome. Yeah. Okay. And people are like smoking weed and yeah. Okay. Shout out to Joseph and the gang at Co-Meet. Uh, give us some love over at the pod uh, that we had. 
with Nathan from AIA, where uh, we asked the question, who is making the recruitment process so goddamn hard? They liked that question so much. They actually gave us props and they wrote an entire article around it. So thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Can I can I throw out a, an odd shout out? Uh, yeah. I know, I know we have rules for shout outs now, but we don't have that many. So I want to shout out to the, uh, the eight spelling bee winners from the uh, American spelling bee. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> millennials have gone awry and I don't know what generation, I guess, generation Z, like uh-huh. they're even having eight winners for the freaking spelling bee. Like the world is over. Yeah. Like they couldn't have pulled out another fucking dictionary and then just like went to pages and, and wherever their finger landed, that was the next word, right? They, yeah. they Come on, come on. They ran out of words. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. If your test is so lame that you have eight winners, like go to another language or something. Yeah. It's a little bit much. Uh, a little shout out to Jim Stroud uh, for uh, pitching in and doing uh, some shreds for us. He, he said, hey, man, do you care if I do some some stre- some shreds, some breaking news? Bring it on, man. Everybody loves a little Jim Stroud in their day. Yeah, it's like uh, we're a band and he wanted to come over and play some guitar with us. <laughs> I love it. to be on the shred. Jim loves it. Uh, job board doctor, he enjoyed my my Sherm rant. And it seems that uh, Tin Guy is still trolling us. So uh, you got to love it. New product. <laughs> Everybody's either going fucking crazy because, oh, my God, it's a robot doing recruiting. Or some are saying, oh, hey, it's cool, but there's really no middle ground right now. And while all that's happening, Tin Guy, the robot, is trolling us. I mean, it, it's such it's, an asshole. It's hilarious. It's good stuff. <laughs> and by the way, the Tin Guy folks, when you have a product that is so like one side or the other, you're yeah. probably onto something like good. So keep hacking at it. Don't listen to the haters. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Fuck them. Do your thing. Uh, jumping into events. We talked about Boston a little bit. We're going to talk Boston again because we're coming back to Boston for Transform, the Smash Fly show. We're going to have a totally dope panel discussion. And believe it or not, Holland Dombeck, who's a listener and also uh, works over at the Delta Airlines and in, in the employer branding. I think she's like one of the, the big brand heads over there. Uh, she's going to be joining us on the panel. So should be a blast. Pretty sure our panels will never be described as dope by anyone but you. Yeah. No, I stole that word from uh, Elena over at Skill Scout. I thought it sounded dope. So why not use it, right? Dope was dope before Elena was born. So I don't want to hear that <laughs> bullshit. I'll be at Jobgate in Denver lurking in the shadows while Julie presents. So in June, if you're going to be at Jobgate, look for me. By the way, Chad will be the one in the Chad and Cheese t-shirt. So you look <laughs> for him there. Wreckfest is sold out. 3,000 attendees strong, sold out. And we're also doing something incredibly cool. We've cooked up something with the team over at Talent Nexus. Yeah, we're not talking about it yet, are we? We're just teasing it. We've got some really cool shit that's happening, uh, doing some videos and whatnot. But uh, man, I can't wait. It is going to be amazing. Five fucking stages and we're headlining actually we're the last show to go on everybody's going to have a few beers in them by then which is going to be perfect for our show we're way more entertaining when everyone's drunk <laughs> goddamn straight 
Wow, sold out. So we can't even tell people, get that ticket now because tickets are gone. Tickets are gone, man. And while yeah. we're there, hopefully we'll still have some crazy, awesome t-shirts that are available. So if we are at an event and you're there, come ask us for a t-shirt. Who knows? We might have one. And then while you're at it, hop over to emissary.ai because if you're not using a texting platform to recruit, well... You're just dumb. Emissary.ai. On to topics. Let's do this. Bruh, Alio making it rain. Yes. The end-to-end recruiter, 45 million in Series B. They're up to $64 million overall. Yeah, I think that's now officially more than Maya. Yeah, no, it is. They are officially the the most uh, funded chatbot, although they would tell you they're an end-to-end recruiting solution. Chatbots are exceeding my wildest sort of expectations for valuations. Yeah. Um, I was thinking maybe 10 million for some of these chatbots, but um, they're, they're going to be pushing 100, 200 million, you know, acquisition. Oh, price yeah. Tags yeah, with point. that kind of money, the, uh, the valuation on it, right? So Sapphire Ventures actually put out on their blog that they believe Alio is the perfect example of what the value of real AI is. And their whole focus, and, and this is pretty much where the rest of the industry should be talking about too, is getting rid of all these boring, repetitive tasks that recruiters don't need to do. And this is what we talked about a job case. We had a great question when we were in our Q&A. This actually makes the process more human. And it sounds weird, but using technology to do all these bullshit tasks gives human beings more time to actually do a better job in connecting with the humans. So I think... You know, not only investors are starting to understand this, I also believe that uh, the the talent acquisition side and, and obviously staffing and RPO, they get it. Yeah. I mean, everything that we hear is that uh, job seekers like these things, recruiters and companies like yeah. these things. Um, with with the money that's being flow, flow, you know, being spent on these businesses, like it's going to be a little war. It's going to be a little race uh, for chatbot. Uh, you know, Supremacy. Someone high up at a chatbot uh, texted me soon after this announcement was out just with just money, money, money was the text yeah. message that I got. Um, and it's true. There's going to be money flowing. People are going to get in this game that haven't before. Companies, ATSs are going to be building these things. I mean, it's going to be a, uh, a war for chatbot supremacy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and don't forget, they were on our deathmatch stage in New Orleans. We've talked to Sahil. I mean, we've, we've, we've been talking to these guys for a while, and he expects that the company's candidate matching suite will use be used by 15% of Americans in 2020. And this kind of got to me because it was like, okay, so they're actually now starting to say candidate matching, which I think is is odd because the Alio that we know is more of like a screen to match than actual like AI matching, you know, like the opening.io's or the uncommons or the hiring solved. So they, it, it sounds yep. like they're starting to pull some of the other vernacular, the matching, candidate matching in, but I don't really believe that they have an algorithm that does it like an opening.io, who obviously just won deathmatch in Europe, by the way. Yep. And uh, well, with $45 million in the bank now, maybe they can. I think that would be a, a bad decision, but... Who knows? I, I I think at this point that hasn't changed. What they're doing is they're and we'll we'll get somebody. We'll actually get a little little bit of uh, 
uh, conversation going with those guys to see what they mean by that. But I, but I'm interpreting yep. it as the process methodology that they have in place from a screening standpoint gives better matches, right? It's not a matching technology. It's a screening to match technology. So that's that's what I'm going to go yeah. with right out of the gate. But we should, uh, we should definitely follow up with the guys on that one. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but they were a firing squad uh, interview too, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You're putting yourself out there when you're on the firing squad. I remember these these two guys, I guess it was uh, ARE two years ago. Yeah, they, they were just these two geeky dudes from Google uh, launching this little company with a, let's be honest, not a great name, right. Alio. Uh, and look at them now. So congrats to those guys. It's always fun to watch these little companies grow and become, uh, you know, something significant. Yeah. And they've got a great team too. So, uh, congratulations everybody and keep kicking ass, stay focused and let's see what happens. Yeah. And by the way, if you're looking for a job, all these chat bots are hiring like crazy. <laughs> so, uh, if you're unhappy at your job in the vendor space, uh, fresh up that resume and send it to all of the chatbot providers because they're all hiring. Them well, on another company that's been hiring uh, is one that we've known for a while, and they're usually on the podcast waves, uh, is ZipRecruiter. They have a new product that they've put out. Nice transition. I like Thank that. You. By the way, uh, this is going to be uh, pretty much breaking news by the time you listen to this Yes. Um, for the show. So. Yeah, I don't know exactly how to feel about this, but basically uh, they've announced the quote-unquote first-of-its-kind solution uh, that lets job seekers opt in to get recruited by employers across every industry and experience level. Uh Um, So basically, companies see talent that they like, they say, I want to talk to you, and then the the job seeker decides, okay, I'm going to flip the switch as well. And we're going to have a conversation. It almost sounds like a dating app. I won't call it Tinder for jobs because I hate that. Yeah. Um, but this, it, it just, I don't know if it's that significant or how cool it is. Maybe I need to actually see it to be that impressed by it's it. It's a resume database. That's what it is. Because yeah. really the only way that you could get to candidates before was to be able to post a job and then their magic algorithm actually uh, did the did the outreach to see if individuals were interested, and then those interested individuals would obviously apply for those jobs. You couldn't go into a candidate database, so this is really a resume database on steroids to an extent. And we're talking about matching steroids, right? Um, mm-hmm. But here's the thing: uh, you know, it, it's a smart resume database. Totally get it, but it's hired by Google's candidate surfacing tool. I mean, that's that's what it is. It's opening.io. It's uncommon. It's hiring solved. It's all of those matching algorithms. Right. And according to CEO Ian Siegel, it's the best algorithm in the world. Eh. Screw you, Google. Well, and, and it could be. But the thing is, in, in talent acquisition, staffing, RP, I mean, the, the entire industry needs to understand that this tech is already available and you should be using it against your resume database today. And if you want to go further, which most should, you should also look at like uh, candidate ID for nurturing, who was also on Deathmatch, by the way. But I mean, they're just so yep. there's so many pieces of technology that are out there that can help you leverage the money you've already spent, the candidates you've already pulled together, the silver medalists who are probably now gold medalists that you need to connect with. This, from my standpoint, I think is brilliant from Zip. Zip, 
great job. It's amazing. But what this should do to the rest of the industry is validate. You should be doing matching within your applicant tracking systems today. And if these other companies don't have, if the, the Zips or the Monsters or the Career Builders, if they don't have this type of matching algorithm, they're not fucking worth your time. Uh, I won't go as far as to say brilliant, but I think um, it's a solid move by yeah. them. I think the AI component that we've been hearing about is coming to fruition. The head of product said this was three years in the making, so they're clearly focused and working on this diligently. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's significant because it is a, it is a definite um, maturation from you know, sort of the part-time hourly folks to a more enterprise, full-time employee sort of solution. So to mm-hmm. me, those are the two significant things that I got out of the, uh, the new product announcement. Yeah, no, I totally dig it. Good job, guys. Uh, this, again, should signal to the rest of the industry that, you know, take a look at some of the, the verbiage that they're using. Um, they're not talking about this as a resume database, uh, a better matching algorithm, but that's what it is. That's all available to us today. You should be looking for these in all the different types of tools that you're trying to leverage. Well, while we uh, anxiously await the IPO announcement from ZipRecruiter, <laughs> let's hear a word from uh, JobEdX and we'll talk about uh, Indeed and LinkedIn. Finding the right fit is important. When you're deciding on shoes for a long day at the trade show, when you're picking the right podcast for your commute, and most importantly, when you're looking for the right candidate. With JobAdX, you can attract more relevant, engaged candidates to your jobs by harnessing the best in ad tech targeting. From predictive industry analysis and keyword click data to premium first page placement and reducing redundant applications, our candidate targeting technology ensures that you're reaching talent that's as interested in working with you as you are with them. Now with in-ad video and multimedia, you can share your employer brand story and company culture with job seekers so they can visualize themselves in your office, all hands meeting, or axe throwing team building adventure, all without navigating away from your job posting. Increased engagement makes for fewer steps between job seeker and new team member. Ready to ramp up your job advertising campaigns with the best in ad tech? Visit our new website at www.jobadx.com. That's J-O-B-A-D-X.com. Attract, engage, employ with JobAdX. Oh, I hate it when we're right. <laughs> uh, indeed, getting closer and closer to that staffing business that we've been predicting. Yeah, I don't, I don't see this as a staffing play. <laughs> it's a total tech play, dude. Enlighten me, please. It's a total tech play. So what we're looking at here, which I think is pretty awesome and very smart from Indeed's standpoint, it's an Uber for jobs. It's a UK play right now. Uh, but what they can do with it, you know, is pretty amazing because this is what we've been talking about for shit, probably 18 months, maybe two years now, is can we take technology and use it instead of in place of a staffing agency. So I think what we're seeing is possibly the evolution in some markets of some of these smaller uh, high volume types of, uh, of jobs going away from the prospect of staffing and into an Uber-like platform like this. Now, this is just in the UK. And to be able to cross that pond into the US to make this work over here, it's going to take a lot of fucking work. I don't care how much data Indeed has, it's going to take a lot of work. 
You may have convinced me. Um, <laughs> so they're definitely a temporary agency. Um, I mean, the, the, the PR out of this was, quote, SIFT is one of the best temp agencies and is making waves in the world of work. Uh-huh. Uh, now they go on to talk about connecting employers and job seekers across the UK with an app, staffing app, temporary. Uh, so they're definitely at its core a staffing agency, which all I guess all UK uh, employment sites or companies are. So, okay, I can be convinced that this is a tech play. Uh, yeah. Indeed has a, a pretty high opinion of itself uh, technologically. So to buy someone for technology reasons is interesting. Um, the foothold in the UK, I, I do think, is significant um, from these guys. But yeah, you know, Indeed doesn't make a lot of acquisitions, at least not ones that they promote. And this was one that they sort of really got out in front of it and, and promoted. So they think that it's pretty serious and important. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess let's continue to watch it and see what comes out of it. Yeah, I think I think one of the reasons why you see this pitched as a temp staffing kind of play is because that's what people know. So it's easier to parallel up against that. But now people are starting to understand that Uber is really just a temp agency for drivers. Right. Mm-hmm. I need a driver. I need it now. It's on demand. The same kind of thing. You're looking for somebody who needs to, to fill some shifts for next week or maybe later today. I don't want to screw with payroll and, and, and admin on this. I'll just go to SIFT. And, and, and if these individuals do incredibly well, I give them great reviews and I can add them to my team. I'm assuming that'll happen on the other side too. Because if the talent didn't like the experience that they had, they could say, fuck you and give you a, a one star. And that would just pretty much disengage from any further activity. So it is, it is basically a staffing platform. You said, you know, Uber for work. And we've seen other platforms like this. So yeah. Indeed will eventually either grow this brand as sort of an Uber for placements and, and job and temporary job work, workers or grow it into the Indeed product uh, big picture wise. I'm trying yeah. to think through this, but yeah, okay. I wasn't super interested in this, but you've got me sort of interested. Yeah, it's a total tech play, dude. And we've yeah. been talking about it. I, I just, I, I think that if staffing, especially on the high volume side, evolves this is where it's going to evolve and i think it's very smart for indeed to be able to pick up in an area that already has a foothold sift in the uk or at least that's the way it sounds that they have somewhat of a foothold to be able to grow that the hard part is being able to get that to translate over to to the us Um, that'll be interesting to watch when they do it and if they do it we need to see if sift representatives are going to be at RecFest this year. Maybe we can uh, corner them and get an interview with them. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm making a note right now to see if we can uh, yeah, corner right. them in. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, if you can combine tech and staffing business in this way, that that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and something else that's interesting, LinkedIn acquires Drawbridge, which is a mobile marketing kind of like cross acquisition technology. This is interesting from my standpoint because while Google and Facebook dial down their tracking mm-hmm. on candidates and people. It looks like LinkedIn is dialing it up a notch or maybe 10. Yeah, I think uh, so. This is being able to, to track people essentially across multiple platforms. So, your yeah. iPad, your phone, your desktop, you know, who knows what other devices they can track you across. And then target advertising based on your behavior and, and what you do. Yep. Obviously, that's interesting on, on many levels. And I think the founder was uh, Mobad, uh, the founder of Mobad, which 
10 years ago was a super hot sort of mobile advertising uh-huh. platform, which then grew into other, um, other devices. Uh, what I did find interesting, though, was they, they essentially, it looks like, shut down their whole European operation yeah. uh, because of GDPR. So I, I'm not sure if you believe GDPR is coming to the world, how impactful this technology is. But if you believe that it's not necessarily going to come to places like America or Asia, um, then this kind of technology helps boost your ad platform um, significantly. And let's be honest, anyone who advertises on you know, Facebook, Google, and LinkedIn knows that LinkedIn is way too expensive and also a little bit not quite up to par with uh, those other players. Right. So from LinkedIn standpoint, I agree the GDPR piece, not to mention next year coming to California, coming to a state near you, uh, is GDPR-like types of compliance me- uh, measures that you're going to have to uh, you're going to have to focus on. And yeah. I think LinkedIn is already doing that. I mean, they're way too big and they're way too widespread not to already be doing that. So mm-hmm. to be able to bring in Drawbridge and say, okay, we already have a, a plan in place to be able to check those boxes. I think that's where they're at. So I don't think yeah. that's an issue for LinkedIn to be able to get uh, the cross device attribution is an issue for LinkedIn. And, and you're right. If they can't provide cross uh, device attribution now and they're charging so much, it's like you can't deliver or even start to understand what the ROI looks like. Right. So yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a good move. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. And don't forget, uh, recently we talked about, uh, you know, Chrome, Having an extent, having a function that tells you how you're being tracked and who's tracking you. Yep. Um, so that could be a real negative for businesses like this. Uh, who knows? Maybe Drawbridge saw the writing on the wall and you know discounted the price t- to the point where it was a no-brainer for uh, for LinkedIn. Maybe they got some good talent out of the deal as well. Oh, they saw the writing, dude. They saw the writing. They pulled out of the UK because of GDPR. Yeah. They they had an oh fuck moment. And LinkedIn's like, hey, come here. No, don't worry. We've got that figured out. Here's here's pennies on the dollar, big guy. Give me yeah. that shit and let's go. Here's a check. You write a number on it and we'll see if it matches ours. Kind of thing. <laughs> nice. Well, someone who's not worried about uh, such issues. Uh, let's hear from sponsor Sovereign. Uh, and we'll end the show on uh, Dice, of all people. A laughable note. Sovereign AI Matching is the most sophisticated matching engine on the market because it acts just like a human. You decide exactly how our AI matching engine thinks about each individual transaction. It will find, rank, and sort the best matches according to your criteria. Not only does it deliver the best matches, it tells you how and why it produced them and offers tips to improve the results. Our engine thinks like you, so you don't have to learn how to think like the engine. To learn more about Sovereign AI matching, visit Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. Well, let's hope that DICE has actually hooked up with Sovereign for this this new product. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because, quote, from Art Zeal, CEO and President, It's another step demonstrating DICE's commitment to developing best-in-class matching algorithms to make recruiting top candidates easier. Yes, the trendsetters of DICE continue to pull out all the stops and have given us uh, its big style matching from 2008. We're very excited. (laughs) This, This, again, I believe is going to become table stakes. We just saw the new product from Zip, which is a, a matching, and that's what Zip's whole platform is predicated on that matching algorithm being able to to know what 
you know, what good looks like, what, what that, that uh, qualified individual looks like. The big question is, does DICE, are they developing this themselves? If they are, you know, that, that, that's probably a mistake because there are many other uh, matching algorithms that are out there that I'm sure are light years ahead of what these guys can do. Uh, is it a sovereign? Is it, you know, an open, did they partner with a company like opening.io or, or hiring solved and or uncommon? And we're, we're talking about matching a lot this, uh, this episode, but it's, it's getting to be incredibly important that companies understand and these vendors understand that they become the brains behind the brands that are out there. Yeah. They don't have to have that big brand that everybody says, hey, I want that matching software. They have to be the the brains and the algorithms behind it, which I think Sovereign, from, from my standpoint, yeah. has done an amazing job doing because nobody really knows – who Sovereign is, unless you're obviously a, a listener of this podcast, then you obviously know, know who they are, but they're incredibly stealthy and they're not focused really on their brand unless they can provide the brains or the parsing that your technology needs. Yep. Yeah. The, uh, the press release on this pulls out all the buzzwords, um, automation, intelligent automation, yeah, uh, unconscious bias, which is becoming a very hot product, I guess. Yes. Yes. Um, so that didn't surprise me at all. Um, a quick a quick review of what this thing does, uh, according to the release, goes beyond traditional keyword matching by looking at job and candidate data to provide the best match, allows recruiters to sort applicants by match within five classification levels. I'm not sure if that's good or not. Uh, while many competitive <laughs> services offer only one or two levels of classification. Well, there you go. There's the, uh, the clarification. Wow. Uh, learns by leveraging the input and expertise of tech recruiters, HR professionals, tech professionals, and tech hiring managers. Wow, they got to include everyone there. Yes. To continuously improve the outcomes of its match machine learning algorithm. This, this could have been straight out of uh, like Monster's uh, acquisition of talent bin. You could have basically put a lot of those same same features yes and that's the problem is it says it's learning bot from people yep. right and if it's learning from people the intelligent automation results in better matches and removes unconscious bias how the fuck is it removing unconscious bias if it's actually learning biased from people i mean that's the big question that most of these companies are going to have to they're going to have to answer and defend right out of the gate okay if you're yep. learning from my people who we've already we already know are biased because we're humans uh how are you going to take the bias out because from what i'm reading here all you're doing is putting bias in to the algorithm yep every everyone that's doing this is grappling with this issue of if humans are making the hiring decisions the algorithms are going to act accordingly and there's yeah. going to be bias over time there may not be that much initially but over time uh in amazon i think you know, learn this through through their their mistake is that bias is going to creep in as long as humans are yeah. are involved. It's going to be a very challenging uh, uh, problem to solve. Well, and and here's an important announcement to the recruitment industry: this is becoming an an arms race. Let's just get this straight. You're looking at chatbots, matching algorithms, and you need these things in your core products, whether they're applicant tracking systems or CRMs or RMPs, whatever they are. You need these things to be able to have that differentiator. You can see this from Dice is trying to do this as a job board. Zip is trying to do this as a job board. 
you also need to have this in your core systems. These need to be table stakes. So if you're in talent acquisition, these are the things you should be asking for. If you're a vendor and you think you can develop these things, number one, you're probably stupid. You should look at partnering with many of these different organizations that are out there to make it faster, quicker, cheaper, and then take a look at what iSIMS and Jobbyte did. They said, hey, look, this does work. We're going to go ahead and acquire that organization. It, it seems like the recipes out there and most companies don't understand, even the startups in some cases, this is an arms race. Who are, who are you going to team up with to be able to enter this arms race? What I think is, is cool is uh, our, the consumers in our space, the employers, for the most part, are becoming smarter uh, than they used to be, if that makes yeah. sense. Like yep. they're, they're pushing vendors quicker. Uh, they're asking tougher questions. They're making them tackle these issues and challenges. And I think that's a great thing because our industry changes when customers raise their voice and ask for, ask for these things. They're listening to Chad and Cheese. That's what's happening. That's exactly right. And I have a, I have a message for, for uh, vendors, as, for recruiters as well. I think that was what your message was. Yeah. Ye be poo without Talru. We out. We out. Hi, I'm Emma. Thanks for listening to my dad, the Chad, and his buddy Cheese. This has been the Chad and Cheese podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. Be sure to check out our sponsors because their money goes to my college fund. For more, visit chadcheese.com. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.